Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Matt Damon. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Jesus, this is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now, suck my cock. You promised me you'll never die. You know I can't do that. If you promised me that, I could make love to you right now. I promise I will never die. Let me explain to you the kind of man Gary is. He's a man that knows when you put another man's cock in your mouth, you make a pact. A bond that cannot be broken. He's a man so dedicated that he will get down on his knees and put that cock right in his mouth. Cue the theme song. Remember, there is no I in Team America. Yes, there is. Matt Damon. Lisa, I'm crazy about you. Will you please forgive me if I can... You had me a dick fuck asshole. Surprise, cockbags! Hi, you breaking my bar here, huh? You breaking my bar! Now, hold on, team. Gary has already proven to me that he is 100% committed to the team. He proved it last night by sucking my cock. The next time you pull a stunt like that, I'll drill two holes through your dick so that when you pee, it shoots out in all different directions. You got it? Freedom is in free. No, there's a hectic fucking thing. And if you don't throw in your bucko five, who will? Alright. Who likes AIDS? Everybody loves AIDS. Team America World Police 2004. Just jumping right into that one. Uh, what else can you expect from Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Maybe more Trey Parker. Uh, the South Park fellas um, who decided to make a puppet movie um, about a crime fighting force. Team America World Police um, stars Trey Parker and Matt Stone and. Um, I don't know the other names along the list. I'm sure they're great voice actors. I don't really know a lot of the other names. So let's just say those two guys are the main feature in this movie. They directed, wrote, uh, produced. They didn't do the cinematography, though. That was someone else uh, as they had to assemble an insane team of experts to make this movie because they were doing things that just, frankly, no one had done before. A runtime of 98 minutes. Made for 32 mil, made uh, maybe about 50, 51, which wasn't a shitload of money. Um, but there it is. Team America World Police, yo. Um, as Brent and I were getting ready to watch this movie, we both kind of looked at each other and we were like, I don't think it's going to hold up. Uh, but I had very fond memories of this movie, obviously, because I'm a pretty big South Park fan and I love the the satire that the the two guys use because it usually hits right on the head and it's always very timely that was actually one of the things i was really worried about was with the timeliness of this humor would it be dated or would it kind of make sense so let's start things there what's it oh, about so you're, yeah you're not gonna do oh, you want to do that well sometimes we what you always in, do sometimes usually we you, if we start talking about something else you always go back yeah, you just passively aggressively go, and now just That's to finish fun. the plot. I think of that as a skill to do it's that, and some funny humor. Uh, Team America, it, there is a counter-terrorism group of people with maybe psychic abilities, but probably not. Uh, but they do have a lot of cool weapons, cool vehicles, and a cool hideout. 
and they're all gorgeous people um, and they fight terrorism all over the world and uh, they don't seem to give a shit about how they fight it at what cost uh, but they get things done and uh, after a team member on Team America dies they recruit Gary who is the best actor ever uh, to act his way um, into stopping weapons of mass destruction being spread around the world which is being done uh, unknowingly to Team America for much of the movie by Kim Jong-il in North Korea. And so uh, Team America must fight crime, terror. Terror, not crime. They fight terror. And they valmorphanize all over the place. So um, I didn't really watch Thunder Thunderbirds. Is that what it is? The old, yeah, I think the old show? That's what yeah. it was called, yeah. Um, I would never really saw a ton of it as a young person. I think that was slightly before my time. I'm, I don't know when, what years that would have aired, but um, but I did know about it, so I got instantly where where these guys were throwing some uh, throwing some homage, I guess that way. Sixty four yeah. to sixty six is when Thunderbirds was. I, I, I saw a couple of clips of episodes. I'm sure when I was a kid, I would see it on some channel. But no, I was never, yeah, I was never a fan of it though. But I always was, when it, whenever it was on, I was always watching it because just because it was puppets and no one was really doing puppets. Like, not like that anyway. Like the Muppets and stuff, they weren't like those. Are they marionettes, is what they call them? Yeah, marionettes. Yeah, I think that's officially, yeah. Yeah. So it was different style than, uh, than what anybody was doing at the time. So that was what I think made it interesting. It always looked terrible. I mean, they did that. Um, I mean, they paid homage to that the most. They left in the strings. You know, they they didn't try and hide a lot of stuff. Um, no, they totally lean into it, man. Like, yeah, you, they when they, the guys fight, there's no attempt to make it look like there's actual fighting going on. Yeah, they just like like marionette slap hands at each other. The way that they walk is fucking. I mean, it's hilarious just watching their their legs just kind of weird bounce around. I don't know. It's I like that whole side of it. I like that they... Yeah, that they I like that it. too. And sometimes when you see something they did uh, and you, you you can see how they did it, it would almost be really impressive or funny or cool that they did it a certain way, yeah. uh, whether it was with the airplanes, the aircraft and the subs and stuff or just little things like that. I mean, there's definitely an appreciation I had for this for... For the amount of time, I know that I'd, I'd heard that this was a gigantic pain in the ass. They didn't realize when they'd started that that it was going to be this complicated. They thought, you know, once they got the right people in place, that it would be fine. But apparently it was not. It was yeah. a constant daily struggle um, getting the footage. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it went over budget at the time or. I don't know. John and I watched a making of after we watched it. Um, and I don't know that they talked about budget at all as part of it. Yeah. They just kind of talked about the the level of detail and the construction of everything. And, um, a lot of that was super interesting. Like a lot of the, cause one thing that I kept marveling at the John, I was like, look at these, everything here is a, like, is a created miniature set. And then all the things within these sets, like in the bakery, all the little buns at all the little knickknacks and the vendors, all the fucking streets at like just everything all the bystanders like everything was handmade um and then we watched that making of and we found out that like some of the buildings in the detail uh or in the distance 
they wouldn't be carved in detail. What instead they would do is like print off images and paste them on there because they found with the focus pulled in the, in the foreground anyways, that those, those images were blurred enough where you couldn't tell if they were fake or not. Yeah. And on the rewatch, on the rewatch, you can tell, um, sometimes, but you would need to know exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. You need to be staring at the background, right? Yeah. It all looks great. Like the, the whole sets and everything in this is, is brilliant. I kept spotting little things like the the walkways in the first set in Paris. The the wrote the cobblestone is made of croissants, yeah, which is really funny instead of stone. Little de- I just love little details like that because you're you're not really meant to see it. I know at one point there's someone carrying a, a, a something on their head and it's uh, supposed to be um, I forget what it's supposed to be clothing or something like that, but it's <clears throat> it's goldfish crackers yeah. and it's like a knitted a knitted thing. Um, so it's pretty good. And I really, I really appreciated the opening of the movie with the, the marionette doing a marionette dance for the crowd. Um, and then it pulls back and kind of shows Paris and it's, it's a very impressive first shot in the movie cause it, it, everything seems so expansive and big and detailed. Yeah. And they have a lot of fun with the way they try and direct it and stuff too. Um, oh, and totally. try and direct it, make it feel like a, a real movie. Uh, yeah, with I the know. way they, way they move the camera, pull focus and the way they have, you know, the actors walking on or driving off or pulling into the shots. It's, it fe- feels very film-like. Um, but so my first issue started being just a lot of the humor was just the same all the time. So the, a lot of jokes would just be repeated throughout the movie that, that were kind of funny at first. But like, so the way that the way that the, uh, the, way that the uh, terrorists talk, the burka burka jihad jihad or whatever that's that's funny yet it's just our um just they would just do a lot of the same jokes all the time when it came to the film actors guild the joke was always that they would have their name with the f word on the screen just they would just repeat a lot of stuff that those things uh, are components of the movie so once you enter that that has to be consistent throughout and the, the thing about the way that they talk is that and John called this when we started watching this movie. He actually said this statement and then later watching the making of, they declare that it was their intent. And so everything, including the way the terrorists talk and the sets in all the other countries and the way that those people are and everything is built off of the way that like an, an American sees the world. Like, like the yeah, ignorant I get that. American. Yeah. But that's what I mean is like, that's why those guys talk that way. I don't think that talk gag gets old. I think it's, I think it, it lessens. It's not supposed to be funny all the way through. It's really funny because it's kind of shocking in the beginning. And then the rest of the time you just accept that that's the language. I don't know. But we did, we did say at the time, Brent, remember that the Alec Baldwin stuff went just a little too far, like a little bit too much. Like it was enough that it it was enough that it showed, I, I felt this way anyway, that it was enough when it showed on the screen film actors guild and then it had the abbreviation. I was like, ha ha funny joke and then when he starts just like leaning into it and saying it over and over that I, I agree with Colin there that one was a little bit overplayed I just feel like the whole I, thing is the whole joke is that they're gay and that's funny because being gay is negative like there's nothing positive about any of that stuff but they don't like it's it's None obvious it. that, that it's no but it's obvious that that I don't think that the joke is that they're gay I think they're like because South Park even has a whole episode built around that word and how it they they say the connotation has nothing and i know that that connotation is wrong like i'm very willing to say that this isn't my belief but i'm saying when they say that the joke isn't that they're gay the joke is that these guys are lame basically 
I, yeah, exactly. And a negative connotation. Yeah, it's using gay as the, lame. Yeah. No, it's it's the f word is means lame. They're not they're not tying it to that. But I understand that it's tied there. Again, like I. I yeah, know that, that word is hurtful because exactly like you're saying, you're tying the negative connotation to it. I, I, I saw all that of that South joke. Park guys, the joke isn't about gay. It's just that all that stuff really bothered me this time. I, I, I know, but like whether, no matter how they want to present it or not, the way it's presented in the movie, if anybody was watching oh, that movie now today, I don't it would like be it like, ha ha, those guys are F, those guys are Fs or whatever. Ha ha. It's yeah, the Trump it's, crowd it, loves that joke. It's um, <laughs> and the the sucking the yeah, Gary sucking Spodworth's cock goes on for like the whole movie. It starts when they first meet, and then it's again the remember it's just it the jokes just that there's not there's maybe six jokes in this movie, and like they just repeat six jokes over and over and over again. That's it's my brother wouldn't even watch. My brother made me turn it off after the first half an hour because he couldn't watch it and i had to watch the rest on the way home on the bus because he <laughs> did not he was not interested in it he was like turn this off this is dumb i'm sure you had uh, no part in that no i didn't i've watched, it was, I've it, watched it, movies it, with you enough to it know was that. silence it even was, movies it was, i love watching a movie i wanted to keep watching it because i wanted to finish watching it and because i had to watch it for the podcast and he refused he he was really mad about it he uh, he did Keith. Let's just say Keith did not think this held up. Sorry, yeah, Keith fine. did not finish the movie. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Keith. Uh, Should have never involved you in my hold up uh, endeavors. But uh, yeah, yeah that's what the problem hurt. I found with the movie this time was. Um, and I just finished it today, but I did find that I did just didn't find it that funny. Um, there are things I thought were really funny, and I laughed out loud. But it was far less than I remember. I used to think that this was much funnier for me it it's definitely lost a lot of its appeal and its shine um hmm. definitely yeah this time around it was a different movie for me and so i think i had the same worries as you guys is that a lot of the stuff was topical and uh wouldn't really play today and i did find that there was it did have some issues with that i like thought it the was AIDS totally thing, relevant the aids things from 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 a play originally called rent that yeah, was in like sense. the 90s and maybe early 2000s and so they're kind of making fun of something that probably no one remember like if you were to watch that today you would just be wondering why they were singing about aids you would not get you wouldn't understand they were making fun of rent because people probably wouldn't even have heard of i rent never got point. that they were making fun of rent i thought that they were um you just making, fun of, making fun of bleeding heart well, and rent um, everybody in rent everyone at in, well, not everyone in the movie, but Rent is about AIDS, and so they are making fun of Rent. You just oh, thought they were making, they were fun, making fun of AIDS? Of <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought it was just like a play on on a Broadway thing, like a Broadway thing. Like I got obviously that there was a joke about Rent, even though I haven't seen Rent because the play in the thing is totally heavy-handed. It's called it's called Lease. Lease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's not a secret. I have not seen Rent. So I don't know it's about AIDS, but for yeah, me, and what I they are doing is, is like making a Broadway play about, or a Broadway song anyways, about this. Anyways, the fucking, <laughs> the thing stood alone for me when I saw it. It wasn't yes, anything like and, that. And, and, I didn't and think, that, I, I didn't think the, the relative comparison was necessary. That was one of the things that I laughed at this time for sure as well, was like the songs. I, I always liked the music. So the songs for me, a lot of the times but once again i don't know if they would hold up for someone 
that's like 10 or 15 or 20 years younger than me who hasn't seen Pearl Harbor and doesn't know who Cuba Goody Jr. is unless they saw Snow Dogs because he's not really relevant anymore. So I, don't think I think there's need tough to things that, there though. too. Do you think you need to see Pearl Harbor to get to that, that, that song? The whole joke is about that a movie sucks. Well, the reason when like he the says absurdity Pearl Harbor when he says Pearl Harbor sucks and uh, a little bit more than I love you, I smile because I saw Pearl Harbor and it sucked. Oh no, but they're dead. If right I don't know what Pearl they're Harbor. talking about, then I, I, it wouldn't make any sense. It holds up for me the songs. I no, just don't no, know no. if they I hold know. up for I just, other I'm just challenging your the the way that you're approaching some of the humor, like just your terms on it. I guess is what I'm challenging. Well, if I'm not I guess, laughing, I guess I have different terms. Working. Like for me, I don't always need the reference. <laughs> to understand that there is a reference. I can like understand a joke without getting the direct callback. No, and that's fair. It's just for me, there wasn't a lot of laughs this time. Did you guys find it different? No, 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 like, that's fair. I'm not, and, yeah, I'm not telling no, you. No, but right you guys haven't said anything yet. What were your first impressions of this when you started watching? What was the first half an hour like? I laughed heartily. I thought yeah, it had a good... Laughed, we uh, laughed a lot. It's silly. It's ridiculous, right? It's it's like... It, it's like... It, it borders on one side with the satirical stuff that's funny like we already said like with the, every location or bad person is a reflection of what uh, you know a, a not even a typical American but like a over-the-top American might view as so yeah I got a lot of I got a lot of laughs out of that and then the other half of the like the poop and fart jokes just maybe I was just in a mood that day but they they all most of those hit me the right way too there I think like Colin said there's a few things that didn't age appropriately and and no. seem over the top oh, harsh. there's definitely a lot of that yeah the film um, actors gate like, uh, uh, whatever guild. film actors guild did not that's and everyone just talks it. about sucking cock the whole movie I mean like what that gets from for me a lot of that stuff just wears on me at, at I don't some know. point that stuff doesn't even I mean Spodsworth does say that that's not even about uh, gay or straight it's it's about commitment so I don't know I think my favorite two people <laughs> in the movie are Spodsworth and uh and uh Kim Kim John is it which one is it the yeah, it's uh, Ill. Is this, Kim Jong Il so him the first few scenes with him are some of my favorite and then Spodsworth is my favorite I mean you see them less so they don't they don't have to fill in a lot of blanks with them but i yeah i i love the voice of uh kim jong-il still it still makes me smile and the song he sings and uh Rory. how he says what's a guy that uh he kills his translator or whatever no is. no the guy that he that he keeps oh, saying hans, his name hans bricks hans bricks <laughs> yeah anyways when he says that name that just makes me laugh for some reason i don't know why there's definitely things in this movie that make me laugh, and I I couldn't tell you why, but his voice yeah, no. and the way he says that name, makes yeah. Me laugh. And the um, <clears throat> just to add on to your comment about the music too, another good thing about the songs, the musical elements that are put in this is that all the songs are short. They're like two verses and yeah. then like a chorus, and they're done, and you get it right, which is great because other movies might go the whole like five minute song and dance right with multiple verses and a fucking crescendo and all that stuff, which. It's, it would be too long. This movie, uh, in those elements, moves things forward, and most of the songs are, are quite funny. Yeah, and, like, once again, like, they would... So the, te- the America, fuck yeah, that's what I'm saying is, so, like, they, ha- they use that in different ways. Sometimes they slowed it down to try and make it dramatic, and other times it was fast-paced, and they were flying out of the thing, whatever it was. But once again, that's less funny. The more times they play that song, the, the less that was funny to me again. 
right? Like the whole fuck yeah. Or then at the end where she's like, he's like, fuck yeah. And then she's like, fuck yeah. It's just a lot of the same shit over and over and over again. But so I don't see it was, now. It wasn't as funny for me that that stuff as well. I guess, but I was looking at this also from the lens that it's not only supposed to be a slappy, silly comedy, but it's supposed to be like closely mirroring Michael Bay, Jerry Bruckheimer action films. Um, and so those are ripe with lots of stuff that this movie does. And it maybe isn't the best decision for the movie, but maybe is like sticking to the, you know, the, the, um, look and feel and 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 like with flaws and benefits as well because some of the like what i love love about this movie i can't believe how well they did with the action with the dummies um with the marionettes like all the shooting and the heads exploding and the violence and like even with the humor of the like some of the fighting there is a fight scene at the end that they did take the time to make look really good and and the gore like they blended all that stuff it's so interesting to watch um as it's going down which is all the best parts of what a jerry Bruckheimer michael bay movie would be potentially is the the action but the story is kind of garbage and over the top and obvious and i think this movie kind of does that as you know maybe not as a mistake but um what as a deliberate choice so you know is this a comedy or is this an action comedy and and it's kind of splitting time between the two I don't think that's enough to carry it for me, though. Mm. Like it's just it's like it's like a scary movie three or four. They're making fun of other movies and they're doing things that were in other movies. But if if the story is not good enough to carry it on its own, those elements of like making fun of uh, a, like action, big budget transformer action movies, to me isn't enough to carry ninety minutes or ninety eight minutes or whatever this is. I think the story it's, is fine, though. It's just uh, like, not. It's just it's very silly and over the top, but I don't I don't I don't feel any. You know, I don't really care if the American team America wins like there's nothing there's I don't have any investment in it. It's just silly. They're going to blow up the world. You don't care if they blow up the world. I fucking I don't I don't I don't feel I don't feel any sense of urgency of the world. No, I'm not in this. I, I feel like a lot of the stuff. I don't, this was in 2004, so it's almost 20 years later, but I feel like they, a lot of their stuff is a little bit smarter than this, and this was more like, you know, their movies just, to me, like the South Park movie, Basketball, this, um, I liked them and I watched them, but I I never thought they were really good. I always thought some of the stuff they did on their show was, was like the stuff they do with the N-word on uh, South Park and uh, Wheel of Fortune, that whole episode is is really smart and clever and topical. A lot of this stuff is just obvious and uh, over the top. Like America comes in and blows everything up and then everybody's pissed off at them. And then they do that again and then they do that again. And but it's I'm not like, sure. I'm not sure people were satirizing that as heavily in 04 because that's like, which Gulf War is that around? Gulf War 2? I'm not even um, sure. That would have been right around this time. So, I don't know. Maybe this was, uh, at the time, really on point. And since, like, over the last 20 years, our opinions have, like, you know, that's become pretty much a fact. It's just obvious. Yeah, it is a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so once like, again, that's, uh, like I said, it that might be a topical thing, topical issue. I thought it was weird how that stuff never changed. Like, I'm not saying they are, but, like, the Middle East is kind of the enemy of America. That still is a case, right? Um 
than the North Korean element, right? It's just a different Kim, but it's the same shit, right? Mm-hmm. I know that that tensions have eased a little bit now, but um, but that's really, still like but a dangerous situation. They're still shooting fucking test. Bombs I don't think that so, has eased, has it? Maybe no, not. it has. They're they're communicating with South Korea now, and there's like some more open channels going on. Um, but I thought that stuff was all pretty relevant still. And, and like, yeah, maybe it feels like kind of a, you know, an accepted trope or something now that America comes in and like we've, I mean, growing up as a, as a Canadian kid, you always kind of like you, you heard that the United States were world police and you heard that we were peacekeepers. And that was always something we were taught to be proud of was that we were never warmongers. We were peacekeepers, but that the States was very much like go in and fuck shit up. But I never thought it was so clumsily and like reckless and like without cause as this mm-hmm. movie makes it out to be. And I think that like John was saying, as we age closer to the 2020s, I think that's become more accepted and more of like a kind of a stereotype. I think that's Despite why how true that, it may have always been. I think that's why them making fun of the Middle Eastern people and stuff comes off. I find it comes off much more offensive now. Even I don't though think I they're know making fun I, of them, though I know, but I, I know that even though they're making fun of uh, what America thinks of people in the Middle East, when you're watching it as a film, it doesn't. It, it there's nothing to indicate that that's what's going on. It's just that, we're ma- they're they're making light of they're making fun of that group of people at the expense of a laugh. It's it's not you know what I mean. There's nothing to indicate that there's somebody who thinks that. It's like that's the world they've created. See, I really disagree with you because John picked up on it and I feel like that stuff is so obviously satirical that it's not it's not like offensive. And John and I had a conversation about this because John, we paused it for a minute and John like brought the question on, which I guess we'll ask now, is like, is this okay? Like, where's the line at? And my reply was that it's successful satire because you can tell that it's not, they're not trying to be racist. They're making fun of of the states right like we were talking about so i feel like this is successful satire i feel like they give you all the indications because it's over the top i feel like that does another job of pushing us towards obvious satire again i think there's no part of this movie that is that is racist or intentionally racist i don't think it should be offensive and i'm usually pretty sensitive to that stuff um i feel like in this case I mean, John and you might feel differently, but I feel like this is like successful satire. Uh, if, if anything, and I don't think I mean, anyone's being made fun I've, of except for the I'm actors. not saying it should be censored or anything like that. I just, it's almost just so juvenile. Well, I'm not that, talking about censorship. Oh, yeah. No. It's, a ju- it's how juvenile the humor is. Well, well it's, you're right bo- it's boilerplate. Like you think, yeah, it's think not, of like. It's not smart though or clever or, or, or commentary. It's kind of just immature. Yeah, but that's, I think, and again, I think that's because the people they're aiming this at is the, America, fuck yeah, right? They're not very smart. So the movie is kind of dumb because it's for people, like, it's satirizing people that are that dumb, that would have that But isn't it making fun of those people? Wouldn't they hate this movie because it's making Uh, fun of them? Yeah, they probably do, but they're also probably too dumb to know. They're probably like, yeah, fuck yeah, they won. They wouldn't think any deeper than seeing the puppets win. <laughs> America won, yeah. Like, sorry, but they, but they make fun of it. They, but they make they make fun of it openly themselves. The characters, yeah. 
So I don't think anybody is misunderstanding their their goal. Are the inter well, maybe they are. I don't know what other people's interpretation is of this movie. Maybe they are. Maybe they are like, fuck yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I question things like, like Brent was saying before, um, I, I've seen the South Park episode with the bikers where they go, you know, to use the F word and, and the kids go to court because they think it's a hate crime. They're like, no, it, it's like Louis C.K. joke, right? Remember when that didn't mean gay, it, it meant this guy's just a bleh. Um, yeah, and, and so I know, so I know that that that's what the guys intended with with their use of it in this. But in today's world, you you just can't use that word no matter what. No, you can't. And so, and well, so I that's, think all the gay stuff. I mean, even like a gay, uh, the gay stuff, like the, the the whole joke about a guy blowing another guy. That's like a big joke. It's just like I don't think believe, that was ever the joke believe, was uh, because the guy was blowing another guy. I think he it was, told. He told first of all he told them to do it. Then secondly he told the whole gang when they broke him out of jail. And then he told everybody again in front of the whole world when Gary was on stage. So the whole joke yeah, is the that Gary stuff, blew him. Like three the times. They stuff. did that joke three times. The last stuff I agree. The early stuff where he's like where he's like, I know this. That's like I'm gonna get in there and you're gonna make me blow you and this is all for a part. He's like, My time's very sensitive and I'm not gonna fuck your mouth. And then he gets in, makes that joke, which I think is successful. Where he's like, now suck my cock because he's playing on him. Right. Like, I think that's a funny tease for the characters. Right. And then know, they fly then away. And, and then and later he when he says, suck my cock, because this is like John said, you it's know, a trust. Yeah, it's a trust. It's a bond. Um, doesn't matter. It's not a gay or a straight thing. But then later when he keeps talking about it and embarrassing him. I mean, yeah, he does it in the joke? cell, jail cell. Then he does it again on stage. It's just like they keep repeating the joke and trying to squeeze every last ounce about um, Gary blowing Sp Spodsworth. Like, like I the say, whole the movie, last stuff running, but it's but everything's running jokes. Everything's running jokes. The I way know, that I they move and the way that they fight, and uh, the and then the the way that anybody who's not white talks is a running joke. And the Matt Damon thing even got was like too much too. How many times the were they going to use that freaking joke? Much. Yeah, like, no, I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree like, with oh, that. Oh, and plus, Matt Damon, that joke came out of nothing except for the fact that the puppet came out looking weird. So that, like, Matt Damon's actually not dumb. He's a really smart guy. They even, they even said the reason they, only reason they did that voice is because the puppet came out wrong. And so it was like an, it was like an aborted Matt Damon puppet. So they just gave it that voice. Yeah, are always, you saying that you have a problem with it funny. because he's not actually handicapped? No, but it's just like they're making fun of the puppet, not even Matt Damon. Like I know, but like I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I guess I, it's just a differing opinion, definitely. But like I don't mind that stuff. I think that stuff's funny because it's ridiculous and nonsensical, and I think that's a lot of what humor is. And I, I know, think that you're this. right. You're right. A lot of this stuff's super heavy-handed. Even the Matt Damon stuff. Like I say, I watched this again last night with Hillary. Um, and the Matt Damon stuff to me, I never realized how how bad it was. Because it's a funny thing to do twice, right? Yeah. And then that's it. You just don't need it again. But he continues yeah. to say it throughout they, later parts of the movie. They, yeah, they just they just they run a lot of that stuff that keeps popping back up again. Uh I find there's no flourish on that. That's why too. Is like sometimes when you do a callback with it, like the Team America song, like they sing it twice, and then the third time he sings it, he sings it with that like America. Yeah, it's really like, sad. All fucking slow and romantic. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah slow and sad. sad because the team is damaged and shit. 
Yeah. I like that. I think that's funny. I think that's a good setup by, by duplicating the song twice and then playing it the second way. See, again, I don't think that's hitting it over the head. I think that's clever joke construction. I think a lot of the topics in this are clearly um, silly and and immature. I think a lot of the satire um, might fall into that camp. I think some of it doesn't. But I think that this movie does have some balance in it. I think that there is, it's obviously a juvenile humor in this, right? And it's crass and it's juvenile. And that's what it is. That's what South Park is. And I, I do agree with you that a lot of the South Park episodes that I've seen are smarter than this. I don't think it's a brilliant piece of art. I mean, yeah, I don't know where they were in the show, what, like what they were doing on the show at the time they made this movie. That was a long time ago. I don't know if the show had evolved as far as it had. I mean, they've definitely evolved as creators and writers. Yeah. Um, they've gone on to do things. Uh, they did a Broadway show, The Book of Which Mormon. Which is supposed to be amazing. It's brilliant and stuff. I just, I feel like this is probably back in their phase where maybe Kenny was dying every episode and Cartman just was shitting all the time or whatever. Yeah. Um, it might have been, you know, because um, they definitely became more thoughtful and thought-provoking throughout the... Uh, and not all the time. I'm sure there's episodes that were hit and miss, you know, even in later seasons. But the last stuff I've seen has been really good. Yeah. No, the I, last, yeah. like, three or four seasons have been crazy. But so what did you guys think of the uh, of the throw-up scene this time? Did that work for you guys? Yeah, it did. That, one always, that one's always worked for me, I think. It's not too long. Oh it's not God. too long. Also, I it's got air in the hose, yeah. and it starts I coming out. I just don't know you because I said to John in that scene, I said, oh, Colin's not going to like this because you usually hate when the joke is that the joke is so long, is that it's carrying on so long. It's the music. And that's what and this was all about. It's the music and the directing and the, and then when it runs out of vomit and it's just shooting air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the way he lands in the puddle and the, the directing, that's just a good bit. It yeah. is even the bit. guy, even the guy's story about the dicks fucking the assholes and stuff. I like, and the way they bring that back to the end. I don't which, even mind that they bring that back at the end because yeah, it's a callback to what that guy told them, and and he I actually it. like that. Yeah, Gary no, updates just, it. Yeah, yeah, Gary updates it, but I like that. Uh, that that's actually a funny way of thinking about um, U.S. politics are are the way people are like that's all that's actually kind of clever see that's the type of shit that's like a little bit smarter right are yeah. you gonna get shit? even though it's crass and gross you're gonna get if the, the you don't fuck the assholes you're, everyone's gonna get shit all over them and stuff yeah yeah it's funny that that's funny and it's just it's clever there's something clever about that and gross at the same time yeah. so there's <laughs> some nice. glimmers of genius in here at places for sure Yep. Yeah, you know what I'd say the genius is, is Trey Parker. If you look at how much of this movie he is directly responsible for, I mean, he directed it, he co-wrote it with Matt Stone, he does a significant portion of the voices, whereas Matt Stone does, like, I think two, and then he's credited for additional voices, which are probably, like, the crowd murmur or somebody screaming or whatever in the background. I thought they kind of did this together, though, even though... There was supposed to be... Um, a weight on Trey Parker's, I guess, roles in these things. I think John was talking about it too, is that like even in South Park, um, Trey does more. Matt's there. He's definitely one of the minds of it, and he did help write this, but um, Trey Parker is so much more involved. 
That's how it seems to me. He's all he's yeah. like, taking the lead on that stuff. I know there's a documentary somewhere about them making an episode of South Park and yeah, how they great. do it so quickly. I have to I'll have to I've either seen it and don't remember it all or I've never seen it and I'll have to watch it. They're yeah. perfectionists. And like if something yeah. doesn't work, then they'll cut it and they just Yeah, don't. they'll scrap a whole episode. I think in the documentary they scrap it and they start from scratch again or something like that. It's great. It's also got a uh, Bill Hader in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, but never seen it from beginning to end. But like this movie's definitely inspired me to want to to go and back and check that out again. Those guys oh, are did, a talent. Did, for sure. did anyone did anyone else, Colin? Did you notice that the statue of Kim Jong Il in the in the uh, palace when he walks by it is actually a a man, a real person, painted and standing there with his arm out? No. Yeah, because <laughs> the scale is so scene. good. He looks like a massive statue, but he's just a human being standing next to a marionette. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. yeah, there's little stuff like that all over the place, which really, as you like watch it a second time and you go back and look for those details, you can see some really some really cool stuff. Um, so structure wise, though, this movie holds it together pretty good. Like it, it, it doesn't really there's like a few things that run too long and a few repeated jokes as we've already talked about. So I think you could probably cut a little bit from this movie and have it maintain its it's punch and 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 um it's this definitely like, could be shorter yeah a little bit they got to gary i think they could have got to gary sooner in the beginning the mm. team america stuff in the beginning for me is like it's fine but i think that could be a little shorter i know it's got the the prelogue of the the boyfriend dying um but i feel like that could be a little quicker to get to where spotsworth recruits gary yeah and i think that's the other thing too like a lot of the stuff like a lot of the cliche, the cliche stuff they make fun of from movies, like Gary, uh, her boyfriend getting shot, and the directing, and then the camera pulling up to the sky, and her being like, no, and all that. Yeah. I didn't find that yeah. humorous anymore this time. Oh, they do really? a lot of that in this movie. But that's no. a direct rip from a Michael, from a Bruckheimer film. No, I know. They, they, well, all the scenes are, and all of the dialogue is too. Like, a lot of the dialogue is, like, humorously are to like the like a lot of the lines they use and stuff are directly from and other all the movies. archetypes of the gang yeah yeah but and that stuff too but can you get can whether, that age in a movie that's satirizing that though or, but or? Maybe whether whether it's because i've seen the jokes many times before are are i just i i don't for some reason i didn't find a lot of stuff funny this time there's there is long lulls of this movie where where i was i wasn't didn't feel like i was being entertained unfortunately hmm. and this should be like a highly entertaining movie visually um everything i thought was real visually i think the things were that's where the humor was for me a lot of the time that's why the throw up thing works because visually <laughs> that just works i whatever is about that i don't know i think that was an accident because that still holds up that's Vomit? my theory too. Thumbs is up. That, Thumbs is that up. the mechanism did that when it ran out of air and they, I think that they just killed themselves laughing it. at yeah. it and threw it in the movie. Absolutely. There's a, um, there's a, when he gets hit by the camera on the motorcycle and he falls down, that was a fake that was thrown into. That and that's a great thing that. that I love as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then. Like they they make fun of uh, what's his face uh, the filmmaker who blows up the the Mount Mount Rushmore Michael Moore yeah yeah they, that was uh, once again very that's 
I feel like that's really topical too. I, yeah. He hasn't really been doing anything lately. That's where this movie will run into trouble. Trump's presidency. Yeah, I've always found that that bit to be the weakest, the Michael Moore stuff. I think it's funny the way they satirize him because I get who they're doing, but that he then goes to blow up the thing. It's it's fine. It, it's but not I think my a lot of times though. they do that to make it feel like they're like they're not one sided. That they make fun of liberals and and people on the left too. Sure, but like there wasn't much thought put into that. He just like comes in and blows them up. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, no, I think I they do that. that. They do that to, as for, they to try and make it feel like it's balanced. That's fair. A balanced movie. And then the bad guy is the bad guy effective in this? Eh? Yeah, I mean he's instantly menacing. Yeah. He's not menacing though. His Fucking voice makes him. Time. His voice, shot a voice guy. makes him. Instantly his voice makes him cute. I, I he's, find him he's always, adorable. He's always <laughs> funny, but he like shoots his translator in the back of the head and does a whole bunch of crazy, questionable shit. He's. I definitely get the sense he's evil, but I'm also laughing because it's a parody. So because he seems so harmless because of the way he speaks, and I think that's why his his Ronery <laughs> song works so well because. Yeah, I think so too. He's trying. He's trying to funny feel bad with a, with a big menacing bad guy that talks like that. Oh, hello. that song! Yeah, that song works for me. That song also works for me. That was another big thumbs up for me. There is a a cop for also for some reason, and I don't know why. I think the guy who hates Gary is the has the funniest lines, and I don't. I think that's Matt Stone doing his voice it where is. he's just like, yeah. "Fucking actor," yeah, or whatever. Well, then I, he confesses he's gang raped by the yeah. Well, that's and I like cats. that too. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that to me as well was uh, a good story that I remember before. And I do love Jeez, that uh, how they trick Susan Sarandon. How Gary tricks Susan Sarandon right before uh, that guy confesses to Gary that he's that's why he hates actors because he's such a good actor. He's like, no, she's acting, <laughs> and she's like, fuck you. It's faded. And yeah, when yeah, when Janine really Garofalo fading with age. When Janine Garofalo gets her melon popped and they held the shot on her her marionette because the face looks so fucked up when they set off the det- that detonated the device in there. Yeah, it was. It looks super weird. Yeah, and yeah, that's on good. itself. That's another. That's yeah. That's another issue too. Is a lot of the actors that they use for this, um, like Janine Garofalo or um, a Martin Sheen and stuff. Oh, once again, I have fond memories of these people, but. They're going to be far removed from like the zeitgeist by this point. No, that's true. Yeah, that's was, what's hard when you're doing a movie like this, right? You can't really. Anytime with pop culture stuff, right? Like, yeah, that stuff is going to fade. But I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's definitely like, the hardest part. You try not to do it, but this required it. And like, what actors are you going to use? Fake ones like Gary and Sam. Yeah, I mean Alec Top Baldwin was like actor. is like the perfect tar- target for him. Like that that made sense why they they chose him. He's yeah. an outspoken like kind of liberal uh, who always played with getting into politics. So so that still works, I think, especially how popular he is in the media today. Yeah, with and what's like going on with his shit. Some of the other, like uh, the the more on the nose stuff about like like you were talking about before, Colin with the when when. Um, uh, what's her name? Lisa's uh, the dude that dies, and the camera pans up, and she says no. Like that to me is just like a direct rip from the kind of movie I know they're making fun of. But 
when I watch a marionette do it and scream and it sounds and looks like it ought to, except it's just a, a marionette. I don't know, man, that made me laugh the couple of times that they did it where I was like, I know what they're doing. Like I, I smile. I don't chuckle. I don't think it's supposed to be. And that's why that hilarious. works. That's why that. Yeah. And like you said, it's a marionette doing it. Are the marionette sex scene? It's marionettes. It's are the, the party. There's something about not only the song they choose for the party, which I can't remember the name right now, but them dancing by the pool tables and having drinks and stuff. Yeah. That scene, I always liked that scene. The music and the dancing and the directing and stuff works. It's Magic Carpet and Ride. That's a, yeah, Magic Carpet Ride. That, always, that also stands out to me as a, a great scene, a funny scene. Some of the stuff with intelligence where he's like, sorry or whatever yeah, yeah. bad intelligence like bad that's a good joke you gave us bad intelligence sorry <laughs> uh that works and stuff like that um yep. the montage i didn't find I, I i thought i'd find montage funny still but not really i like montage i liked it too it was it and was then, fine it wasn't as good as some of the other numbers montage and and then the joke where Colin, you're they, jaded like, dude you uh you need to lighten up and the joke where they change his face and all they do is glue beer on his beard on his face. Once again, it's because I've seen the movie so many times that I, I knew what he was going to look like when they when they did it. And I knew what the joke was. So it's less effective, obviously, if you know it's coming. Some of these jokes are less effective because you've just because you've seen them, and you know, that's fair. But what do you yeah. think if someone saw it for the first time? Yeah, I'm not sure. This movie because that's what you got to do. If if you're calling a movie for holding up or not, you got to talk about whether it would hold up to someone that hadn't seen it. Would that movie be good today if someone hadn't seen it? If I was if I was saying would it hold up if someone like someone who'd never seen it before today yeah. saw it, I would probably say no. Kid. I would probably say no. Oh, you don't think so? No, but I'm looking at it. Does it hold up for me? Because I once used to like this movie. But for today's generation, I bet you it's no. I bet you that's a big fat no. Uh, that would just be my guess. We'd have to like get some people to watch it. Yeah, I mean, who are like you know maybe in their I was earlier say mid twenties. It's impossible to test, but it's clearly not impossible to test. No, we could do. But it. I'm just we not going to test it. Probably, I don't know any twenty year olds. Maybe I'll that. test it. I'll get some of the people in my the younger people in my office to watch it and tell yeah, me what they think. Colin's a friend to all ages. <laughs> there you yeah. go works there you works. go so anything else you want to talk about or you guys want to call it i think we can call this one um who wants to go first i think you guys should go before me because Today. i think you guys already know the answer to my question yeah, so it's not really fair that i go that we already know i'm pretty um, sure yeah. you guys know colin's a colin's a, a definite holds up we could just speak for him he doesn't need to talk again i think that's yeah, exactly how we'll do it um, let's go last this time I, I'll go if that's okay. I mean, uh, this movie sure. kind of tickled the right funny bones for me and maybe I was just in the right mood. But um, while some of the stuff doesn't age and some of the stuff isn't as funny the first time I saw it, I I laughed heartily. I laughed harder at certain scenes in this, even though I've seen this before. Um, I hadn't seen this in quite a bit of time, but I laughed harder in this than a lot of comedies I've watched recently. Uh, laughed hard. And that's how um, I know it was... I just love what they did here. Like, is anyone ever going to make a movie like this again, knowing what a pain in the butt it was, but you could do so many interesting things. And, uh, like the weapons, the attention to detail on all the weapons, like MP fives and Uzi, uh, AK 47s, like 
that's I, I would have just loved to be on set for like an hour and I don't care which set because they all would have been just glorious to see in real life. So I really appreciated the level of effort it must have taken to go into this. And ultimately, we're talking about a movie about puppets. It's pretty fucking funny what they're able to do. Um, and uh, the issues I have don't override because I still um, I still laugh at this, I think, close to as hard as when it first came out. So I wouldn't watch this all the time because definitely the, t- the the funniness level would go down. Like, Brent, did you laugh half as much um, at this this time around? Oh, well, don't you answer that when you're going through so we can get a sense. You watched it twice in a row. Was it like the humor? Would it definitely fade over time or is a lot of the stuff going to make you laugh your balls off every time? Um, so, yeah, wait for a sec to answer that. So, yeah, for me, it holds up um, crazy. I didn't think it would. I honestly didn't. And uh, but it, it had a really strong start. Like the first half hour, pretty much got me sucked in. And um, the issues definitely come in the last third of the movie, um, and some at the halfway point too, I guess. So uh, would have been nice to have some of that turn around. But what are you gonna do? You got what you got. And um, again, it's marionettes, so pretty fucking good. Take it away, Brent. I also think this holds up. I think it's. I don't know. I think it's enjoyable. It's a it's a good movie. It shouldn't be uh, too incredibly deep. It's a fucking uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone flick. But uh, I think it's really funny. I love the marionettes. I love that they lean into the marionettes. I mean, this hour's movie is like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That's an hour 40 just about. Um, but it doesn't actually feel like an hour 40 to me. I thought this was more like, like just under an hour and a half probably. Um to me, would I laugh again? I think I would continuously laugh. The actor stuff doesn't, that always kind of feels like a bore to me, the actor stuff. Even back in the day watching it, I just was like, I could really give a fuck about watching celebrities be lampooned. Um, so, I mean, there's components of this that that for sure will probably not carry the torch forever. But um, overall, I think, like, I, I don't mind the satire and I like it of the way that they you know the way that they portray different different communities around the world different countries different people i think that stuff's good the jokes can be all decent i watched it two times this week i laughed last night too and like watching hillary watch it she was laughing and uh she'd never seen it so i mean to me, it holds up, man. It's it's um it's an enjoyable flick. It's it's silly. It's funny. You're not supposed to watch it with the same lens that you watch a lot of other stuff, and you you give it some passes. Excellent pass. Are you good? Oh, yeah. so I I could see watching this for the first time, seeing the puppets and stuff would be amazing, because even this time watching it, I found that stuff to be. I just I know the difficulty they would have had and and then read about the difficulty they had in doing it. So seeing this crazy marionette movie for the first time would be would be definitely um, a trip. Uh, just because, like John said, no one made it, no one's made anything like this and probably ever will again. Yeah. Uh, they do different kinds of anima- animation and puppetry, but nobody does this. But yeah, it just felt so flat for me this time. Uh, I like. E- I like I just I wasn't finding it as funny as I was before and was was just finding it the humor wasn't didn't work on me this time. Fair, I, I, fair. Yeah, it's just it's, it's it was just a 
it was a struggle for me to get through it. I watched half of it, half an hour with my brother, and then I watched the other hour on the bus. But I would have probably, uh, to get through the bus ride, switched to something else to make the bus ride go faster. So that was just my experience with it this time. Maybe I would have had a different experience if I would have watched it with you guys. I wonder. It's interesting to think that. Yeah, it's I definitely, I think this movie would definitely benefit from watching with a crowd. It's fun yeah, with I mean, people. <clears throat> um, but once again, there were some times where I, I laughed uncontrollably, but it was, it was, it was just too few for, for four, an hour and 40 minutes for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the things I mentioned, uh, I laughed out really hard. Uh, even the the just the AIDS song, the the way they they they're like AIDS 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 AIDS. That's like still made me laugh when they did that. So yeah, I love the uh, the, the when they're they're the cameras panning through uh, coming down uh, uh, Times Square before the play comes in and stuff too. So that all worked. Yeah, like once again watching how they did things was um that was the part that i liked yeah. um more so than a lot of the movie and the writing and the and the story and stuff yeah the movie so it's a no hold up for me no no, no hold up. What, what did we do last week i can't even remember the weeks are blending Kingpin. in right that's right and what are we doing next week jonathan crouching tiger hidden yes tiger. yes uh, Very excited which about I this. I have movie. high expectations for. Uh, oh, I'm, maybe I'm we should scared. lower our expectations. Yeah, I'm scared Jeez. honestly. Uh, and then we're following that up with two of our Christmas episodes, which will be Scrooged and a oh. Christmas Story. I'm actually really excited about Scrooge because Scrooged uh, with Bill Murray was my favorite uh, uh, Christmas movie when I was a kid. I, I've watched it a lot. Me too. I remember. Uh, being really fond of that movie yeah i love I, I love the music in that movie uh that was like uh what's his name uh he was in the he was always in the police academy movies it's the guy who screams he's a director now bob goldthwaite yeah he's oh, really yeah, good yeah. in it this is like his best role bob in, in my mind comically yeah so i can't wait to watch that nice nice very exciting um also just because she was very kind on instagram to us a little bit of a shout out to jen white uh who was sharing the love for hold up the podcast which we encourage everybody to do but because jen did you get mentioned on the show oh yeah thanks jen you was awesome best awesome shout outs coffee yep. on us coffee on <laughs> us yes please Okay, uh, this has been a fun one, uh, but only for me and Brent, not for Colin. So maybe next week we'll get some better <laughs> results, hey? All right, let's bring on Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, dropping next Sunday at noon. Yes. Thanks for listening to this one, everybody. We really Flying appreciate you people. coming out. Flying karate. <laughs> uh, have a good one, and as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.